Good morning, everyone, and welcome to First Parish in Concord on this beautiful Sunday. I know that it's hot across most of the country, and some of us are bracing for another hot day, but we have gathered this morning for church first. I'm so glad that you have chosen to take some time out of your Sunday to be with one another and to feed your soul, to feed your spirit. And I know it does my heart good to see the list of names of all of you who have gathered from far and wide. We know that in this time of COVID-19, the church's walls have just been expanded out into the world. And so there's lots and lots of folks that are right in Concord or in the surrounding towns, but there are people who are joining us from other states and from other countries. And I just want you to know that we are so grateful to have you here at church this morning. I'm Reverend Howard Dana and I'm the senior minister. And I know that this hour together does my heart good every single week. So welcome to all of you. We were hearing a lovely prelude by Rob Humphreyville. He was our, he's our keyboardist, our guest keyboardist for this morning. And we have another guest mu musician who I'll introduce in just a moment, but uh, just wanting to let you know that we are keeping artists and musicians employed as we go through this together. So uh, those were the wonderful uh, music of Rob Humphreyville. Welcome to church this morning. As we do each Sunday, we're going to go on gallery view and we'll show you who all is here. Um, Don Van Patten is here. You want to say a word to the folks? Good morning, everyone. It's good to be with you. And Lily Vanderzanden is running our tech this morning. Good morning, Lily. Good morning. Great to be here. And we have Matt Meyer here with this morning. I see Anderson's sort of checking in too. We'll see if he's wants to be a panelist or not. And um, if we do, we, we're welcome. Welcome, glad you're here, Anderson. You wanna say hi a moment? Ah, he's muted. Anyway, we have a special treat for you this morning. We have Matt Meyer here this morning. Matt is somebody that I've known for years now and just, he is just a joy. He's a joy to work with. He is a musician. He is, um, an organizer in the young adult community. He is a Unitarian Universalist leader and um, just all around great guy. And Matt usually does a summer service for us. And so we said, of course, this year we have to have him as well. Matt, why, do you, why don't you say hi to the folks? And we're just so glad to have you here this morning. It's good to be with you all this morning. So let us light our chalices. This is what we usually do. Um, or let's see, am I confused? I'm confused here. Shall I start with the call to worship? Yeah, let's do the call to worship and then we'll light the chalices. Perfect, go ahead, Matt. Wonderful. Well, for our call to worship this morning, let's share in a song. And for this and all of our music this morning, I invite you to sing along at home. Even though you're muted, this is a great chance to still sing out in your homes, maybe practice some new, uh, more challenging harmonies that you might not have tried if others could hear you. And, uh, and please join in singing. This is a song called Call Down a Blessing by Margaret Nelson. And I'm using my trusty Shruti box here. Your part goes like this. Call down a blessing, call down a blessing. Call down a blessing, call down. Call down a blessing, call down a blessing, call down a blessing, call down. Let's try that through together. 
Call down a blessing. Call down a blessing. Call down a blessing. Call down. Call down a blessing. Call down a blessing. Call down a blessing. Call down. Beauty above us. Beauty before us. Beauty within us and beauty between us. So call down a blessing. Call down a blessing. Call down a blessing. Call down. Call down a blessing. Call down a blessing. Call down a blessing. Call down. Love above us, love before us, love within us and love between us. So call down a blessing, call down a blessing, call down a blessing, call down, call down a blessing. Call down a blessing, call down a blessing, call down. Thank you, Matt. And now, as is our practice, if you'll find a chalice that's near you or a candle, anything will do really. We'll light it together because we know that it's important to stay connected to one another we know that symbols are important and that they connect us not only to one another, but to the larger UU world in which we live, and in fact, to all people of faith. Please join in the words for our chalice lighting unison response. O flame of our faith, open our hearts and fill our bodies with so and souls with persistent strength. Enliven our spirits and engage us deeply in this life of ours, this sacred essential moment now. And Matt's gonna have us sing again. This next song was written by Annie Zilstra, and it was inspired when she heard the words of Martin Prechtel, who spoke of what it was like to survive a devastating earthquake in Guatemala. He spoke of what it was like to have the earth beneath his feet, which had always been so solid, so permanent, suddenly rise up and be violent, suddenly be in motion and swallow whole villages. He said that the myth of believing in solid ground is a myth believed by those of us who live on the earth rather than as a part of it. I know certainly in the last few months it has felt more than ever in my life like the ground underneath my feet is shifting constantly. And so I invite you to join in singing this song. There's a higher part with a call and response and the lower part. Pick whichever part you like best, move back and forth between them, and we'll try it together. I believed in solid ground Until I saw the earth in motion in the winds of steady change 
And the ever-rolling ocean. Now the lower part.
Let me adjust my uh, sound settings here. So today's service is about what being a musician has taught me about practicing. You know, these days as the ground beneath our feet is shifting and shifting fast, this is a time when I've been thinking a lot about what it means to practice new skills, to practice being in new roles. And luckily, as a musician, I've spent a lot of time learning how to practice. And so I wanted to tell you all the story of my very, my very first drum lesson when I was just 12 years old. Luckily, I brought a drum here. Let's move it down so you can see it like that. Now, at my very first drum lesson, the very first thing I learned was how to make an open tone. An open tone is the most basic sound you can make on a hand drum. And you all can try this at home on your knees. Fingers together, hand flat like a paddle, and on the edge of the drum, or on the edge of your leg, it's one quick, swift motion that makes the most natural, open sound of a drum that you can get. You can try this, maybe uh, with your strong hand and then, the, and then the less dominant hand. Right, left, right, left. May your life be as a song. a song. Now that looks easy enough, but the thing that I learned in that first lesson was that after every stroke, you try, you make the sound, and then you have to listen to it. And this is the most important part. You listen to the sound that you made. You listen to the effect that it had in the room, the way it vibrated around the room. With the open tone, you want that sound to last as long as possible, to be as resonant as possible. And so you make the sound, you try the new thing, you listen to the effect it has, and then you make some adjustments and try to do a little bit better the next time. And every time you practice the new thing, you listen to the effect that it has in the room around you, and you adjust and you do it better and better and better. And it's that listening and it's that making constant adjustments that makes us better at the instrument as we practice. Because, you know, a teacher can say a lot of things, and I certainly do this with my students. Your fingers could be a little closer together. Move your hand a little farther from the center of the drum or a little closer in. Relax your muscles. Uh, sit up straight. There's all these little pieces you can explain, but at some point, the words are never specific enough. At some point, there's such detail in the sound that you're trying to create, the effect you're trying to have in the world, that you just have to sit by yourself try the new thing, listen to the effect it has, and try it again and again and again. Now, when you go back and forth between the two hands, these are called singles, once on the right, once on the left. I'll give you just a couple more things to practice. After singles comes doubles, right, right, left, left. Are you ready? Right, right, left, left. May your life be as a Then the next part is to combine singles and doubles. This is where it gets tricky, but this also has the best word. The next thing to practice is called a paradiddle. Can you all say that? Paradiddle. And it goes right, left, right, right, left, right, left, left. That's a whole lot harder, right? Right, left, right, right, left, right, left. 
thing you practice often what I learned is that you've got to go back to the basics once it starts to fall apart a little bit once the sound isn't as good as what you had hoped for then you go back to just one note at a time one of the best things my drum teacher ever taught me was that if you want to play fast you have to practice slow if you want to play fast you've got to practice slow and so you go back to that after trying the hard thing it gets a little complicated falls apart a little bit always does back to just one note at a time Try the new thing, listen to the sound that it makes, and try again. Every time making adjustments, every time getting better. I hope that communities of faith like this, where we all gather on Sunday mornings, where we work together and meet together the rest of the week, whether it's virtual or in whatever other ways, are places where we can practice the new thing, places where we can listen to the effect that our actions have in the room around us, in the world around us, and where we can constantly be learning about how to make the kind of sounds we want to make, how to listen better, and how to adjust and learn the new skills that help us be in community and make this the kind of world that we want to live in together. So thank you for helping me with this story. Thank you, Matt. It's a great story. I don't, I never had a drum lesson, so I, but I like the basics that you're talking about. Not too late, Howard. All right, I'll take you up on that. I'm not, I don't know how coordinated I am. Our reading today is a poem, and this is by Mickey Scott Bay Jones. This is the poem titled, Invitation to Brave Space. Together we will create brave space because there is no such thing as a safe space. We exist in the real world. We all carry scars and we all have caused wounds. In this space, we seek to turn down the volume on the outside world. We amplify voices that fight to be heard elsewhere. We call each other to more truth and love. We have the right to start somewhere and continue to grow. We have the responsibility to examine what we think we know. We will not be perfect. This space will not be perfect. It will not always be what we wish it to be. But it will be our brave space together. And we will work on it side by side. I love those words by Mickey Scott Bay Jones. You have the right to start somewhere and to continue to grow. I start nearly every day of my life with a to-do list. Usually it is an overly ambitious to-do list, if I'm honest. And near the top of that list most days is writing. I really want to be a writer. It's something that's important to me. It's I would like to think part of my spiritual practice, but it's still something that I really struggle to make time for. One of my favorite authors, Anne Lamott, 
talks about this, how hard it is, in fact, to just sit down every day and put your butt in the chair and write for a few minutes. She says, the discouraging voices will hound you. This is all piffle, they will say, and they may be right. What you are doing may just be practice, but that is how you're going to get better. Some of the best writing advice I ever got was from a teacher who said, don't write, just write what you would write if you were going to write. I'd like to think that in the years since I've heard that advice, I haven't actually ever written anything since, but I have written a lot about what I would write if I did. You might call this the practice of practicing, learning how to practice something new. The demons of perfectionism stand in the way of good writing, just as they stand in the way of risk-taking in general, which is unfortunate because we know that creating a life that doesn't yet exist for yourself requires some creative risk-taking. And certainly being your best self in uncertain and anxious times like these requires setting aside some of the discouraging voices that hound us and trying to make the world a better place in times of such chaos, working for systemic change, which is always swimming upstream, well, it requires setting aside those same voices that say your efforts are just piffle. When the demons of perfectionism show up like this, I try to practice the practicing of showing up for myself and for others. One of the requirements for all students at Berklee College of Music, where I attended many years ago, is four semesters of ear training, which is learning how to sight sing just by reading notes on a page or learning how to transcribe notes onto the page just by listening to a song. Now, when I started school, I knew that there were people who were capable of such magic, but it was certainly some kind of Harry Potter nonsense to me. Like you may as well ask me to make a feather float above my desk using my conductor's baton. On the very first day of my very first ear training class, my very first day of college in this new city in a new role in my life, I remember a sort of nervous silence among us students. Silence that is, except for one student who was actually quite vocal in his nervousness. This one student interrupted the teacher in the first few minutes of the class to share that he was worried the class was going to be too advanced for him. That he knew not in fact, and he wanted to make this clear, he knew not a single thing about ear training. The teacher paused his introductions to respond. And he said, you know, we had all taken entrance exams and he was confident we'd been placed in the appropriate class. The teacher tried to continue, but was interrupted again. Well, the man said, is this the very lowest class? Because I need to be in the very lowest class. Now, our poor teacher clearly looked a little embarrassed. He kind of looked around the room sheepishly, not wanting to explain to all of us gathered there that yes, we were the very lowest class. No one had tested lower than us. Well, he said, it is ear training 101, so, uh, it is just about the lowest. Um, there is, I guess, a class of students that have previously failed the 101, but you all are just about the lowest. Now, some of the other students giggled a little at this man's anxieties. 
but I was actually kind of glad to hear that someone was questioning the absurd notion that sight singing could be taught. I don't know what happened next for that student, but he never came back to our class. Not because we did anything on that first day that was in fact too hard for him, I'm sure, but I think because he lacked a belief that improvement was even possible. I kept going thinking that if other folks had done this before, it must be possible somehow, and I made a commitment to at least practice the material. And in the end, I never became brilliant at ear training, but I made it through the four semesters. I've always remembered this other student though, who gave up before he'd started. It's not just that he didn't try to become a master at ear training, it's that he didn't even try the practicing of it, which always struck me as the real loss. When the discouraging voices hound me, I sometimes think of him and remind myself that maybe for now, what I'm doing is just practice because practice is how we're going to get better. This has been a time of uprisings, calling for change in our country, calling on those in power, which in some ways is all of us, to play a different role, to learn a new tune, to practice some new skills. Particularly for white people, this has been a time to learn new things and practice new skills, a time to study up on the racist history of this country and the racist present of it, a time for practicing listening in ways we haven't always done so well before, a time for having some hard conversations we haven't practiced enough. Fellow white folks, when you see black people making demands, practice amplifying those demands by repeating them in calls to your representatives and to your colleagues and to your family. If you have inherited wealth that was accumulated in a time of segregation, which is true of all wealth in this country, it is time to practice giving it away. If your muscle memory has been to call the police when something seems to go wrong, it's time to practice something different, to practice some new skills for community safety and accountability. I know I won't all of a sudden do all of these things, but I will practice the doing of them. Musicians know as well as anyone that muscle memory is very real that slow and steady practicing changes the very structure of our brains, rewiring our circuitry and forging new connections and new possibilities. No one is born a musician. Even songbirds need elder birds to sing to them and teach them the tunes. Practice doesn't make music perfect, but it makes music possible. And so let us together practice the practicing. Practice won't make the world perfect, but it makes a better world possible. I know I want to be an expert in justice and compassion, even when anxiety moves in the air like a storm. I want to be well-practiced at creating brave space, even when there is no such thing as safe space, which has been clear as now more than ever before. These are daunting tasks to be sure. And on most days, learning to transcribe a symphony seems more manageable, but that's okay. 
for now, I don't have to do all of these things. I just need to practice doing what I would do if I was doing them. Beloveds, don't promise to be your best self today. Just be the person you would be if you were practicing being your best self. Beloveds, don't try to rebuild this new world in the image of love this week. Just practice doing what you would do if you had committed to such things. You have the right to start somewhere and you have the responsibility to continue to grow. We have the responsibility to examine what we think we know. Let us start together. Let us practice together. May it be so. And I would love to share some questions for reflection for you all. Take a moment and you can enter your own responses into the, the chat box. I invite you to reflect on what new roles are you practicing these days? And what skills are you practicing to build a more just world? I'd love to share just a few of the responses here. What role are you practicing? What new skills are you practicing? Listening deeply, persistence, attentive listening, being uncomfortable, practicing thinking about race in my daily life, writing about honest conversations, accepting the reality of COVID, fighting to hold cops accountable when they cause harm, practicing meaningful conversations, practicing being a public elected official with love and transparency, speaking without biases, patience and listening, listening and learning about racial justice, looking at it from all sides, patience, speaking out, 
listening, sitting with discomfort, following intention with action, saying what I mean and meaning what I say, talking to people with different opinions, listening, practicing changing systems, big and small. There are so many others. We know there is so much work to do together, so much to practice together. Building a new world requires learning some new skills and playing some new roles. And so let us join in that work, continue that work together. I'd like to share another song with you all. A song about breaking down walls, large and small. We know there's been a lot of talk about walls recently and walls turned sideways are bridges. So I invite you to continue thinking about what you're practicing these days and I invite you to join in singing together. There's three parts to this song. So once again, pick whichever part you like best. I'll sing through all three of them first and then we'll layer them on top. Break them on down, break them on down. Break them on down, these walls between us. Break them on down, break them on down. Break them on down, these walls between us. Break these walls. Break them on down, these walls between us. Break these walls. Break them on down, these walls between us. Break these walls. Break these walls down break these walls break these walls down break them on down break them on down break them on down these walls between us break them on down break them on down break them on down these walls between us break them on down these walls between us break these walls Break them on down, these walls between us. Break these walls. Break them on down, these walls between us. Break down these walls. Break them on down, these walls down. Break down these walls. Break them on down, these walls between us. Break them on down, break them on down, these walls between us. message and that song is something we all needed to hear. We come to a prayerful meditative time in our service, a time in which we think of those to whom we are connected, people in our lives who are experiencing a great joy or a deep sorrow. 
And in just a moment, you'll have an opportunity to say those names aloud in whatever space you're worshiping in this morning. From the pastoral care list, we know that Hank Surrett is going to have hip surgery this coming Tuesday. And Hank, we know that you're here at church with us this morning. We wish you very well in that surgery. May the doctors and the nurses do everything they can and may your life be easier and better after that. We also think of the unrest that seems to just continue to flare up all around our country. I'm thinking in particular of Portland, Oregon, a city I lived in as a young adult and a city I loved very much that is engulfed in flames these weeks. And it is just one example of what is going on around our country. We are not handling this pandemic well. We are not handling this upcoming election well. We are not handling change well. So our thoughts and prayers with all who are trying to make some change and to all of those who are frightened of it. If there is someone who you're thinking of this morning, that by speaking their name, it will bring them into the collective heart of our congregation, I invite you to speak that name now, and then we'll sing together Spirit of Life. Let us sing together. invite you to join me in a spirit of reflection and a time of prayer. Spirit of life, come unto us this morning. Be with us as we are with each other. Every morning we wake up in a world wholly new. The ground beneath us is shifting. The earth is spinning fast. Every day there are new crises. Every day there are new possibilities. Every day we are trying to catch up, trying to learn new ways of being, new ways of being good to ourselves and good to each other. 
spirit of life be with us as we are with each other in the practicing of it all. Be with us as we are with each other, sitting in the discomfort, trying the new thing, even though it takes too much courage. Being with each other in the listening, the paying attention to the effects our sounds have in the room around us. Be with us as we are with each other as we try again and again and again to sit with the grief, to mourn the losses, to celebrate the small joys of our daily lives. Spirit, be with us as we are with each other in this good and beautiful work in the good and beautiful practicing. Be with us as we are with each other in the sorrows and the loss, in the anxieties and uncertainties, and also in the joys and the celebrations we find. Be with us as we are with each other this morning in love, and let us join together in shared silence. Each week as we gather, we also know that we are given yet another opportunity to be generous. That when we share a bit of what we have been given, all people can live better and live more of their lives. Soon there'll be a chance for you to make an offering to First Parish in Concord. We're continuing with this through the summer and as soon as we start up again in September, we're going to go back to share the plate. So don't worry, that's uh, coming back as well. It's easy to do. You can either mail your pledge check into the church. You can go to the church website and make a donation there. Or very soon, a number will appear on your screen and you can just text that number. Be patient with it the first time. You just text a solid number to it, a 20, a 50, a 100 and it will prompt you through how to hook a credit card up to that. That's probably the easiest way to give. We share what we have been given with one another, knowing that it makes us all stronger. An offering for the good work and witness of First Parish in Concord will now be gratefully received, and we'll hear a little more music by Rob Humphreyville.
As we begin to close our service today, I'd like to invite you to stay on and chat a little bit in the chat that's here. If you're interested, you can move to the worship sharing circle. That's a wonderful place to talk about the theme of the service and it will begin right after the service and finish by 11.30 a.m. And we'll put that uh, Zoom login chat in the chat. And Jeff Brainerd is here to tell you about something we're introducing today, Jeff. And, and to bring you greetings from the standing committee. Hi, Jeff. That's right, thank you, Howard. Um, yeah, just wanted to say good morning to everyone. And um, from the standing committee, we are just missing you guys so much and we're missing being with you. And so we're gonna kind of in the spirit of our coffee hour, um, the standing committee person being at the coffee hour, we're gonna try that again today. So there will be a link, I believe, put into the chat at the end of the service and uh, please go there. It's a little bit of an experiment and I um, uh, hope to see you there and, uh, and thanks again. Bye-bye. Thank you, Jeff. Yes, uh, just if you want to chat with folks, uh, go to the online coffee hour and like Jeff said, we'll put that login in the chat as well. And hopefully that'll be something that can grow and and give folks a chance to see one another and to talk uh, with church members that they miss seeing. Uh, during the week, please pay attention to First Parish uh, website or to FP Weekly. These are the best ways to stay up on whatever all is going on with the church. Uh, be sure to check your spam filter occasionally because sometimes they go in there by mistake. You can also like us on Facebook and you can check out our new YouTube channel. That's it for the announcements other than to say that it is so wonderful to have Matt Meyer lead us in worship. Thank you so much. What a treat. And Matt's now going to sing a closing song with us. Let the life I lead speak for me. Let the life I lead speak for me. When I come to the end of the road, and I lay down my heavy load Let the life I lead 
speak for me. you have the right to start somewhere and to continue to grow. We have the responsibility to examine what we think we know. Let us begin together. Let us practice together. And let us grow together. Go in love and go in peace and go and be blessed as you are a blessing to others. Amen. Amen. And let us join in the first parish benediction.
Go out into the world in peace. Have courage. Hold on to what is good. Return to no person evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the suffering. Honor all beings.